Hi, this is Ilya Neischuler from Biting Elbows, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who lost his pants and underwear in a poker match, and he's now making the best of the situation by jacking off in front of everybody. That's Jeff Clark. Then I'm going all in. What's up, everyone? And transmitting to us from the basement of the Alamo... The bearded, booger-eating bike thief known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. What's going on, fellas? Just um, sweating, despite my AC being on full blast. That's fun. I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram story from today. Or, I guess on Friday as well. But some, like, big creepy sarcophagus ended up in Poop Slime Alley. I did see that. Did you see Do it, Shuddy? Any, any origin story behind that? I did not, know. I have no clue. Um, I don't know, that just popped into my head now. So, I'm currently emailing it to myself. Maybe I can pull this up, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, stuff ends well, up in Poop Slime Alley. I screen share permission. I do need that permission. Before oh. I go get my smoking apparatus. Ooh, what are you smoking out of today, Shuddy? I'm just going to get one of the G-Pens, whichever one I can find first. I don't know what I did with it earlier. Um, Let's see. Oh, no. I bet you me downloading this video right now is going to uh, like fight for bandwidth. Amongst everything else. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Bear with me, everybody. Sorry. Old man trying to use technology alert. Um. Um. Open. File! Oh, goodness. Okay. I think. Oh, my God. I'm a fucking genius. All right. Here we go. All right. Now. Share screen. Select. This thingy. Oh, and Shuddy's not even here. Back. There we go. Okay. Sheesh. No, I wasn't. I wasn't frustrated with you, Shuddy. I apologize. Okay, so look at this. It's like a. It looks like a prop coffin. Like it's shaped like an old timey coffin or an Iron Maiden. Almost like it's from from the Flintstones or some shit. But it's got, like, hinges on it and that little bolt lock. Yeah, that's definitely a prop from something. That showed up on uh, on Friday. And uh, I got, you know, when I was leaving for Carl's for the weekend, I saw it. And it's still there when I came back. And it kind of also reminded me, did you guys hear about, you know, they're shooting Beetlejuice 2? And I'm guessing, like, like every big budget production it shut down from the strike and a lot of what they're doing 
What's up? I think it wrapped filming like two days before the strike started. Wow, that is that is a stroke of fucking luck on their part because I I heard that um they're making Gladiator two, and Ridley Scott, who I think is like eighty five or eighty six, is directing it, and that got shut down, and they supposedly built a lot of those sets so they don't have to rely on CG. <laughs> so they had to they had to shut down all that stuff but keep paying for the sound stages so they can house all of the props and costumes and all of that shit and all the sets and apparently it's costing them $600,000 a week. So I wasn't sure. I didn't know that Beetlejuice 2 had wrapped. But I thought maybe since I thought maybe they got shut down and people knew where they were filming, I think they're filming in Vermont and just bum rushed the set and stole a bunch of the shit. Like the um, that statue that pins, um, what's her, it's not. Why am I thinking Catherine O'Hara? It's not Catherine O'Hara, right? No, Catherine O'Hara is the mom. What are you in Beetlejuice, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So her, that thing that pins her to the, the side of the house, that statue she makes. Yes. Apparently that thing returns in Beetlejuice too, and people stole it. But doesn't that coffin look Beetlejuicey? It looks Beetle it definitely looks like vampire movie esque. Yeah. Or like you find you're searching an ancient tomb and that's what's in the Is it in your apartment now? Did you bring it inside? No, I do kinda want to. I'm not gonna lie. It's kinda fucking cool looking. But How would I don't Carl wanna... feel about that? Oh, she would hate it. I feel like Carl would hate anything that I found in Poop Slime Alley and brought in. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's probably like cl- cl- crawling with fleas and hepatitis A through Z and the Black Death. I will say, though, it's been, it's been a good run with no Poop Slime Alley disturbances. You should not have said that. I mean, I already thought it, so it's it's already it's already out in the, Tomorrow, the ethers. Tonight is going to be hell for you, buddy. Well, slime eyes and to come right to your door. I mean, yeah. look 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 behind me. I've got I still have super couch constructed. So if somebody wakes me up in poop slime, I have an easy backup to just sleep on on super couch. I've been trying to sleep in my room lately because it's just so fucking expensive to keep the AC going at night. But I also wake up four times a night drenched in sweat. It is super expensive to have the, the central air going. I think in the summer, one of our monthly electric bills are like $500. That's insane. Yeah. That I is mean, absolutely insane. I don't even have central air. I got this fucking thing. This piece of shit in the wall. Um, My electric bill... Include so the Quakertown borough does the electric, does the trash removal, and obviously water and sewer. And my combined bill with the central AC is two hundred and forty dollars for all of that. Damn, man! And I keep the house at uh, at seventy degrees. Jeff and I should just move in with you, and we can just call it Pooh Land. Huh. I haven't, it, hasn't gotten that bad, it hasn't gotten that bad for me, but it's close. 
I mean, what a Patreon tier. We just have cameras in every corner of the, the ceiling, and it's a, a <laughs> 24-hour live stream. Yeah. It's a, it's a $25 MSP, MSPH roommate tier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can flip through, but beware when you go into Jeff's room past midnight. See him spread eagle with his fucking junk covered in peanut butter. Come on, little mama. You can't be full yet. Oh, my God. Man. <laughs> That's the creepiest possible joke you could have told. I was afraid of where you were going with that, and that's not great either. Oh, Parker, Girl. are you hungry too? <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't involve Shuddy's dogs. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that. <clears throat> uh, but yeah. Fuck me in the ass, I guess. Jeff. You got a big week. What do you mean? I fly uh, to upstate New York Wednesday. Got a wedding this weekend. Who are you staying with? And um, my buddy Galupi's family. I'm just going to crash in their house. They got a big ass, like, four bedroom house that none of them live at anymore because all the, you know, all their kids are grown up and moved out. So we're going to go there, or I'm going to go there. I don't have any more roots in upstate New York outside of the Galupi family because my parents both moved. Sucks. It's weird. So are any of the Galupi children going to be there or are you just hanging out with the Galupi parents? <laughs> they don't need to be there, but they are going to be. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm, what's going, up, I'm, going to, I'm going to the youngest Galupi's wedding. That's, that's part of the reason why I'm going up there. And, um, the, uh, the middle Galupi, who's my best friend, he's going out there with his his uh, wife and kids. But they have plenty of room; they'll be fine. In their basement, they had they had I don't know if they still have it, but they had like a a home theater, and they have like a big ass like I don't know hundred inch screen projector that we used to watch sports on and play some Call of Duty here or there. So I'll probably be stuck in that room, but. The projector works. That'd be pretty sweet. I'm gonna try to get some Master Chef on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you are you predicting any hijinks? Are you planning to rage at this wedding? Or are you gonna try and behave? Uh I don't know. I mean, I'm going. There's like, obviously, uh, you know, my friend and then a, uh, a couple of our other friends are going to the wedding. So, I'm down to party. Um, but Friday night, me. My brothers and my brother's girlfriend are going up there as well because it's also my mom's birthday. She's going to go visit with her boyfriend. So, like, the Clarks are pretty much invading Saratoga, returning to Saratoga. So, Friday night, I'm going to go out and party in Saratoga, and I'm, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get after it, my uh, brothers and my brother's girlfriend. I'm excited for her to see it because, like, Saratoga in the summertime when she's going is fucking rowdy. It gets... Like the bars are jam packed. There's, it's just a lot of fun, really. It's it can be a pain in the ass like if you live there, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think I might so, have come to the conclusion that I don't think I can party anymore. I think I can if I don't smoke pot. My issue is smoking pot. Like I can't really. 
crossfade and hang. Is that okay? Because it goes both ways. So I remember that hit me pretty early on. Like if I started smoking weed and then it was like, hey, we're going to a rager. Like every beer I consumed, I got more and more tired. And I was like, ugh, this is taking all of my fucking energy. And then, but if you get wasted on alcohol and then you smoke weed later in the night, then you get the spins and barf. I always found it weird that the two of, like, weed and booze just can't play nice with each other. And I mean, my only pushback is I, I don't think, I think they can kind of play nice with each other. I just can't get after it, like, when I'm, you know, smoking pot and drinking beer. But I'm all right with just chilling on the couch and then eventually going comatose because of this. But like, if I'm going to if I'm going to smoke pot and drink, I definitely have to drink first and then smoke pot at the end of the night. And I do it the only all the straight through. You smoke weed the whole time you drink. If it's possible, absolutely. But I don't drink very much, and that's like at this point, it's like two drinks, so it's mostly just smoking pot with a couple of drinks. Yeah, that doesn't count. You got to get wasted. And I, I mean, Shuddy. You used to just like get blacked out drunk and do power hours of four loco before they changed the formula to something non lethal. Oh, <laughs> but I don't know. When was the last time? Oh, I guess you do. You still still go to those like punk shows and get wasted and go oi oi oi. I mean, I was pretty fucked up. At I mean, I had like six drinks before the Misfits show, and smoked before we drank. Smoked after we drank before the show. Eat edibles. I, I do it all at the same time. Yeah. Still holding on for dear life, Shuddy. Yeah, dude, that's impressive. I'm not middle-aged. The, the thing is, though, I now know when to stop. I'm like, okay, I'm drunk. Now I'm I'm good. Back in the day, it was, if I'm still standing, I'm still drinking. <laughs> I've gotten better about that in recent years. Just turning down a shot that I know will, will fucking destroy me. Just that little tweak has uh, improved my longevity. But I plan on getting after Friday. I mean, it's probably going to be hot. There's going to be a lot of people like out and out and about in Saratoga. I'm not going to really have weed. I don't think I'm sure my mom will bring some, but and you won't like, fly with it. No. Nah. Galoopy's fucking mom made me promise not to, not to bring it up. Uh weed or or altoids they told her about that whole altoid thing you guys remember the story right not I really nope. to see the galoopy's party uh galoopy's bachelor party in an altoid case in canada <laughs> <laughs> they fucking told her and she like brought it up at his wedding um why then, did they like, tell her i don't i have no idea i have no idea why they would tell her it was ridiculous and I don't know. I, I, I call her just to confirm that I could stay at her house. I knew she was going to let me anyways, but I called her like last week and was like, hey, I can stay there, right? She's like, yeah, but you got to promise me you're not going to bring any ecstasy. You're not going to bring any Adderall. You're not going to bring any Xanax or marijuana. I was like, Jesus Christ. No marijuana? What a, What's up with that? I, I do yeah, like, you though, that you, that you waited until last week to ask if you could stay there. What was going to be your backup plan had they said no? I should go to sleep on the street in front of their house. Yeah, Boop Slime Alley. 
their home is actually in the same neighborhood of the, as the uh, old Nexium Colt. Which oh, so I'm you're going to see if they had any vacancies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You guys can fucking brand my butthole if you need. Just let me sleep there for the weekend. Oh, you guys are full up this weekend? All right, that's fine. I'm just going to join a sex cult. <laughs> uh, if they didn't allow me, which would have been bullshit. I mean, again, I'm going to their kid's wedding. Like, they're going to be in town. I, I know it. I fucking know right, it. Well, they, you're going to their kid's wedding. They might have had a house full of guests already. That's true. I guess they're staying in a hotel. And I was like, okay. Like, all right, well, yeah, we're just letting you know. I mean, you're probably going to be by yourself. I was like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's cool. I'll, I'll make sure to clean up after myself. Yeah, Jeff is going to uh, just do a risky business in the house. Well, my, my brother, again, my brothers are going up there, and they already got a hotel room. So I'm probably going to actually stay with them for a couple nights and then you know, split the hotel room with them. Um. And like you know, I have a few like lifelong friends that would let me stay up there that still are local. So I'd figure it out. I, I brought, no matter what, I was never going to pay for a hotel room. That was that was <laughs> that was never going to happen. Actually, I'm bullshitting because I might throw in for my brothers. But like that's the other thing because it's it's racetrack season. Like all the hotel rooms are up there, are fucking expensive right now. And so, so that also means because you're going to be gone into next week so we're gonna have to delay msph by like a day or two it's gonna have to be until wednesday and i fly back next tuesday i fly out wednesday august 2nd fly back tuesday august 8th i believe that is so we won't land in uh long beach until the p.m past Chevy's bedtime so next next wednesday we'll have to pump out an msph for y'all Hopefully I have some shenanigans to talk about again. I'm going to try to get after it with my uh, brothers and my brother's girlfriend. And obviously during the, uh, hopefully the wedding gets, get this fun and gets a little rowdy, but yeah. What's the, what, I, what's uh, the, the gambling line on which Clark brother is going to puke in a car? I would probably be the favorite. Cheech hasn't really drank since him since he got alcohol poisoning in the back of uh, Brendan's car. <laughs> Bill is probably going to have to try to keep it together, right? Because he's on boyfriend duty. Yeah. So we'll have to, you know, not go down like that. So I would probably be the favorite because, I mean, I'm kind of going there for a bender, right? Like Friday is a uh, party night with my family Sat- Saturday is Wednesday. They all leave Sunday and like I'm there until Tuesday just chilling. So I'm down to like get fucked up and just recuperate. But I think I'll be able to hang again. Yeah, Cause I'm going to be up standing. It's going to be fucking, it's going to be a lot of adrenaline. Yeah, you know, Oops. it's going to be a, a long day at the track. So I'll be sweating out all the alcohol that I drink. So I'll be good to go. Did um, I know I'm kind of backtracking here, but Shuddy Boy, did you see that somebody on YouTube pointed out that you had a ghost attack in your video? I I didn't have a ghost attack. The He-Man fell off of the thing because this shook from me moving the chair. Oh, okay. All right. I was actually trying to like find that and pull it up because somebody timestamped it. But no, like, it, yeah, it was. I like moved back like this and then I 
moved again and He-Man fell. Okay. I was having a difficult time that day getting him to stay up there, so he's currently just laying on the desk next to me. Because I look, I look back, and and like it didn't look like anything was shaking, and then He Man just falls forward, and Jeff and I, I don't think either of us noticed it. Yeah, no, I mean, I it, he had been falling all day on me, so right, I well. was not. I don't, I don't think it was the ghost, but well, that myth has been busted then. I was kind of bummed out because I was kind of hoping I might be able to replay that clip and freak you out. Sorry. So there's, no, there's, guys. it's all, it's all been quiet on the ghost front for you recently, Shuddy. It has been all quiet on the ghostly front. That's also unfortunate. That would be a big moment for us if we could uh, bring proof of the afterlife to the masses. Via our well, when you guys move, if you guys moved in here, we could do uh MSPH like ghost adventures. <laughs> we, we all we all I get thinking outside the box, we all get soul patches and faux hawks and matching affliction shirts. We're like, oh, did you guys hear that? Someone was reaching out, and then we just do an edit where it replays in slow mo. Oh no, I think that was just my stomach gurgling. Sorry, guys. Matching Bohawks. We should do that anyways. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully one of these Oscar um things we end up tying on and we all gotta get a Fohawk and an affliction shirt. That's our punishment. And that's our, our next JC Penny photo shoot. We all go in with soul patches, Fohawks, affliction shirts, and then we take like spooky pictures. Yeah, I'm gonna have by far the week. Well, Actually, what's your what's your facial hair game look like, Shuddy? Or not, Shuddy, uh, Kevin, if you let it grow out. I mean, we saw it during the pandemic. That's right. You know, there are there are still a lot of... Um, wait a second. What's going on here? Are we still recording? Like... The video. Says we're recording in the south left-hand corner. Oh, yeah, mine does, does too. That scared the shit out of me. You just gave me a fucking heart attack. Me too, because the thing is like, usually the thing to stop the recording is next to the share screen button and it's gone. And I was like, oh no, did me sharing the screen fuck this all up? My bad. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but yeah, there there are old YouTube episodes up where I have, you know, my questionable facial hair. And it's still patchy at best, but I think I could do, I could get the soul patch. It's just going to take me like six months to grow it. It's weird. I'm yeah. fucking. I'm 41 years old, and I, I still haven't hit puberty yet. One yeah. day. I'm right there with you in terms of the weak facial hair uh, game. So you know what I was kind of thinking though, Jeff. Shit. I think you and I might just be more highly evolved because cavemen were way hairier. So as as mankind continues to evolve, we have less need for hair, and we're just we're just advanced. We don't need that shit. It, it actually just means you're more women than I am uh, and have less I testosterone. Fucking, I could fucking oh, wow. go through concrete right now. You have me so hard. Shitty's calling out our tea. Yeah, you have, lo- you, have, you have low tea, I guess. Those are fighting words. Is there a way? Can we, can we go get that checked? Like, Jeff, you have health insurance, right? 
Uh, my health insurance does not pertain to this stuff. It won't let me use it for these kind of things. It won't let you go get your testosterone checked? No, I don't want my tea checked. Compare. Remember that... Uh, Remember the jackass where they had like the jerk off Olympics? <laughs> yeah. And they had like the volume and they measured the volume of the cum, like how many sperm it has, yeah. how quickly they got it out. <laughs> That's kind of what we're talking about here. That was a solid bit. Uh, a, a testosterone test is $89. I can't afford it. See, it's that easy. We'll just take it out of your Patreon cut for the month. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's Oscar punishment is to have his tea checked. <laughs> I'm going to post it online. I have to write an article about it on OutKick. Yeah. You have to nut in a cup, find out what your sperm, sperm count is, and your tea count. Negative four. It's not even possible. <laughs> What a what a turn of events though if they were like you have the highest testosterone we've ever seen and your nut is like that glue that keeps a new um credit card stuck to the stuck to the letter. It's got that thick ass credit card glue come. You impregnated the tube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that would be it. That would be a great turn of events. I'm with you there. What else is going on? Did you guys see anything to to review? I've seen Barbie again, uh, <laughs> but still have not seen Oppenheimer. <laughs> get him, Jeff. Get him. Just don't right. get us canceled. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he feels bad about it already. What's your excuse behind that? Well, so I went. Barbie kicked ass, huh? No, so when we went and saw it on Friday, it was Sharon and I, and then Brad was there with his friends, and Michaela went with her friends. Draven was the only one that didn't go that wanted to see it. So him and I went, just the two of us, to see it last week. That's a great, wholesome father-son moment, going to see Barbie. Did you guys wear pink? Exactly. No, I did not. I thought for sure that that had passed now that opening weekend was done, but it has not. There were more dudes dressed up at this Wednesday, uh, Wednesday evening showing than there were at the Friday night showing. Man, it's funny if they called you a pussy for not dressing up. (laughs) Everybody beat him up. When he was fucking poser, wearing black. Jesus Christ, he's wearing Kelly green. Carl and I went to the theater, and we saw like when we were walking out, there was like a group of women all wearing pink, taking selfies with each other. It was like, wow, everybody. Yeah, that's how it was by me too. To that pink shit. Yeah, I can't believe that still that that still uh, dressing up to go see Barbie is still a thing. But good for them. So, Shuddy, Barbie's still a four dicker on the second viewing. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Did you log yep. it twice on your letterbox? Your letterbox. I haven't logged. <laughs> All right, you sound like Mark. I haven't logged it once yet on Letterbox D. I don't think. Oh shit! You got to give that thing a double tap. So Jeff, you went to the the theater this weekend. How did you like Barbie? I did, I did not see 
uh, Barbie or go to the theater. I don't think. Oh. I thought you just said you were at the theater this weekend and you also saw people still wearing pink. No, I was saying that I saw people wearing pink and like dressing up in Barbie cosplay when I went and saw. Oh, opening weekend. Oppenheimer. Yeah. 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 But I would just assume like it's not. Oh. I don't know. Like pretty much if you just wear like a pink top or a pink dress as a girl that essentially covers it, that's pretty much Barbie cosplay. Sure. So I'm I'm assuming like every most women that go out and see it are gonna just wear their pink Barbie getup. I don't really have anything to report from the movie or viewing front. I watched a documentary late last night about a uh British uh chick who went missing in Tokyo actually, which I thought was interesting considering how much you like Tokyo. Um, it was yeah. a Netflix documentary. It was only an hour and a half long, pretty short watch. Um, I didn't give it my full attention though, because they were interviewing a lot of Japanese investigators. So there was a lot of subtitles and I was on my computer simultaneously, but it was pretty good from what I caught. Um, <laughs> on wet melons. <laughs> Is that what you were doing on your computer while you were watching that? Well, I found this no. new one called wet yam bags. It's pretty hot. <laughs> No, I was uh, just looking at the NFL season up, the upcoming NFL season. But I'm glad that you brought that up because I have some things to discuss regarding that when you're done with your story and we're done with movies. Oh, yeah, I right. can't wait. Um, but it was pretty good. It was about like um, a hostess girl at a Japanese nightclub or Japanese like uh, karaoke bars who got. Uh, abducted and ended up getting murdered. Um, pretty much a, a rich Jap- spoiler alert. Spoiler alert: a rich Japanese guy drugged her, kidnapped her, raped her, murdered her, and dismembered her. So that was dr- fun. Do you drink boxed wine <laughs> when you watch these things? No, I, I I I need to get some wine though. I've been craving wine lately, and I just forgot to get it at the store a couple times. You really Wine's- are just turning into a middle-aged white woman. What are you talking about? I'm not going to see Barbie. Oh, I need my murder stories. Where's my rosé? <laughs> it was a good short watch, and it was, yeah, I mean, I could have used some some wine while I was watching it. That's a good point, but it was cool. Um, I've always wanted to get, in Koreatown, they're called Tomies, and it's just, like, host, like, hot chicks and dresses who, like, will go to, like, the private karaoke rooms and, like, fill your drinks up and talk to you and like laugh at your jokes and I don't know, just hang out while you're doing karaoke with the homies. Um, supposedly the more money you have, the further you get along, which makes perfect sense. Meaning but, they will pork you. Uh, yeah, supposedly that's what, that's what the homie Jeff Lee said. Wow. Well, but if that's happening, chances are those women are trafficked. Yeah, on on all fronts That's too. Rough. By the way, in, in Koreatown and in Japan, that was what the inspectors were saying was the tricky part of investigating our case is that those workers are are usually like I don't know, like illegal aliens in Japan, and like their visas expire and they're no longer supposed to be in the company, but or in the country, but they can still work for these bars. And like if anything bad happens to them. 
they're kind of fucked. Well, they're definitely fucked because they can't really call the cops, right? Because they're already there illegally. Christ, that is so horrifying and dark. Yeah. I mean, they brought a few of them on, though, and they were like, like, for our former hostesses, they're like, hey, I actually loved my experience. It was so much fun. And yeah, we got this this horror story here, but like, by and large, me and all my coworkers loved it. It was like the perfect job for a girl in their 20s living abroad. I was like, no shit. Hopefully they feel the same about that in Koreatown. I would love yes. to do the Tomy experience in Koreatown. Do some KBBQ, get yeah. some karaoke. All right, who wants to do some soju shots out of my belly button? <laughs> oh, yeah, I would definitely provide a belly button for some body shots. Oh, yeah, here we go. Line them up. Soju body shots on me. Come here, bitch-ass Paul. You want one? Literally on me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you? What did you and Carl see at the theater? So we went and saw that uh, that new horror movie, Talk to Me, the A24 Ooh. one. Shut me space. It was... Bradley went and saw it this weekend, and from what Draven says, Bradley really enjoyed it. It's fucking good. Was it? Yeah. I mean, I know I'm going to hate it, so I'm not going to go see it, but it's for not people who like A24 it, horror movies. No, it's not A24-y at all. It's actually just really? like a really well-done, legit horror movie. It's directed I, so, by YouTubers, right? Yeah, that was I didn't know that until after the fact, and that kind of bummed me out, but it was just like, well... I mean, they fucking did it. It wasn't like... I've seen some YouTubers try to cross over into making mainstream movies and they just crash and burn and are terrible, but this one was fucking good. And it, it like, from what I saw, it outperformed all expectations and made a shitload of money. I mean, our, our theater was packed. And I also didn't realize it was Australian. So in the first five to ten minutes, it was I needed subtitles. I couldn't understand what these motherfuckers were saying. Subtitles for the English? Yeah. Because the Australian accents were so strong. Like, Carl and I both looked at each other and just shrugged. We're like, oh, I don't know what that guy just said. But once it got going, it was creepy. I So I went in. I never saw a trailer for it. I didn't read a synopsis. I just went in blind. Because it got to the point where I was like, all right, I've avoided, without even trying, I've avoided all knowledge of this movie up until now. It's getting good reviews, so fuck it. I'll go in. I'll go in blind. I think that's how I saw It Follows as well. I just saw that it was getting really good reviews. Um, I actually went with a former MSPH guest, Ilya Neischuler. He just hit me up and was like, hey, go into the Arclight to see this movie tonight. You want to go? I was like, yeah, I actually heard it's really good, but I don't know shit about it. And he was like, same. Let's fucking do it. And You went and saw Talk to Me with him or no? No, no, no. It Follows. It Follows. But Talk to Me, I don't feel like talk to me you necessarily have to go in blind it wasn't like some huge reveal or anything it was basically like it kind of reminded me like if you crossed a ouija board with the stupid like the pass out game like when i was in bing boing school we were big on the pass out game where you is that where you like push yeah yeah you like you basically hyperventilate yourself you like put your head between your knees and like (gasps) like hyperventilate a bunch and then take a deep breath whip your head up real quick stand up against a wall and then you exhale as much as you can and people like press on your chest and you just fucking pass out and collapse like incredibly dangerous 
never in a million years I should I have done it. But I was a fucking dumbass, and I did it in my bing boing school dorm room. And I remember the first time I did it, I passed out, and I was just back home. And it wasn't. It didn't even feel like a dream. I was just, oh, I'm back home now. And I just went about basically a whole day of menial bullshit. And then woke up, and I'm back in my dorm. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? I was like, how long was I out for? That felt like an eight-hour dream. They're like, dude, you were out for like 30 seconds, but you turned beet red, and you started twitching and shit. It was a little scary. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. It was like a DMT experience. Yeah, I put my, I put my hands in the life of fellow high school bing-boingers. Like, thank God they knew when to stop pressing on my chest. But it, the, essentially the story of the movie is they go to parties and somebody has this ceramic hand that's covered in writing. And if you light a candle, hold it, and say, talk to me, you see a ghost. And if you say, I let you in, that ghost possesses you. And they have to, like the rules are that you have to sever the connection and blow the candle out within 90 seconds or else something bad will happen. And apparently it's like, it's almost like a high because like they pass it around. It's almost like doing fucking whippets or something. They're all like, everybody laughs and they film it and they put it up on social media and pretty much everybody takes a turn and they all say it feels really cool. And, you know, obviously, of course, it's a horror movie. So shit goes wrong and things go off the rails and it gets really fucking creepy. But it was well done, man. I thought it was fucking cool. Um, if you're looking for... How long was that? 90 minutes! How fucking sick is that? Really? They never make yep. those movies that long anymore? And it... it I, I, I have a feeling that they're gonna... There's gonna be a return to form, because... People are just getting annoyed at these really long movies. I mean, I know Oppenheimer made a shitload of money, but... Anytime people were talking about it, and they're like, oh yeah, and it's three hours long, everybody with an earshot was just going... and every minute of film like in a movie costs a lot of fucking money and studios are kind of I mean especially on some of the superhero shit DC in particular are just losing like hundreds of millions of dollars on these long ass superhero movies that people are just kind of over like the Flash I think was the biggest flop for Warner Brothers ever so I really hope the one that this, with Ezra Miller or whatever. Yeah, I, I, you know, if a movie needs to be three hours, by all means, go for it. There are fucking awesome movies. Isn't Armageddon really long? Yeah. Uh, and you watch I mean, that not what long enough? But... Eight eight times a year. So there are times where it works to have a long movie, but don't make it that long if it doesn't have to be. Fuck. Oh, two hours and 33 minutes. It's actually and that was like, Right, but at the time, that was like... That was like... You saw a two, hour, two and a half hour movie, and you're like, oh. I mean, yeah. back in the... Minute. It's not like a new thing. I mean, Gone with the Wind is four hours long. Right, but they were... It's a much more common thing. Because... Think about it, like, digital media has made it a lot easier to mass distribute longer movies because theater-wise, you don't have the reels that you have to worry about anymore. Yeah. Which, and 
at home media is now almost all digital. So you're not having to put out like Titanic, Gettysburg, Godfather, all those two VH, you know, two taped movies. Yeah. I mean, I still remember one of the first DVDs I ever bought was Goodfellas. And that was a two sider. So halfway through the movie, you had to pop the DVD out and flip it. Oh, I forgot about the two sided DVDs. Yeah. Before I dual those layer. even existed. Yeah. Before they had dual layer DVD technology where it burns on two layers on the same side, there were some movies that were too long to be on one side. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll give Talk to Me four dicks. I'll suck four Talk to Me dicks. <clears throat> it was cool story. Didn't reinvent the wheel, but had good scares. Really fucking creepy. Freaked the fuck out of Carl. I went to nice. when we got back from the theater. I was like, I'll take I'll take Lucy out. I'll walk the dog. And <laughs> I know you're still dealing with this. I got I got like fifty feet away from her door until I heard her yelling my name out and running after me. And she was like, Yeah, I didn't want to be alone. I'll, I'll walk the dog with you. Oh wow, she Which, was that freaked out. I've never seen that reaction from Carl before, so it got her good. And we also watched a new Netflix movie, which. I want to put on your guys' radar because I fucking loved it. Um, oh. Have you heard about They Clone Tyrone? Nope. Yes, I've heard about it. I was going to see it. It's good. Yes. It's with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, dude. Jamie Foxx and John Boyega. Um, I guess I won't spoil the big cameo, but another big name actor who's awesome. And um, this other, this other act, actor who I'm not familiar with, she was the female lead. Tayona Paris, holy shit, she fucking crushed it. She was awesome, uh, really funny. Her delivery was great. It, it's like a, it's like a modern day movie, but it, it shot kind of grainy and almost looks like it's from the seventies. But it was really funny. It's like a, a sci-fi movie. That takes place in the hood with John Boyega, who's a drug dealer, Jamie Foxx, who's a pimp, and um, Tayona Paris, who's a hoe. And they uncover like this big, crazy conspiracy going on in their town. Like, Jeff, it is right up your alley. I, I read the synopsis and I wanted to check it out. I'm a little pissed that I forgot about it. We should be on the same uh, wavelength for this. So, my apologies. Yeah, I just clicked into this. Uh, Tiona Paris, Wikipedia, see what her deal is. Apparently she went to Juilliard. And she was in Candyman. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen it. I don't remember the, if I even liked that movie. I still haven't seen it, the the remake. What? The one from That's crazy. two years ago. Yeah, I know. Did I give it a bad what? review, or why haven't you seen that yet? I think it got bad reviews. <clears throat> I remember I enjoying that for the most part. I mean, it's on Prime. I should check it out. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, they clone Tyrone. Fucking rules. Like, it was... Okay, I'll check it out. Hysterical. It's got really good music. Like, the score and the actual soundtrack. It's fucking great, man. It's a really good movie. It kind of... It reminded me a little bit if, like, uh, it had a bit of a Stranger Things vibe to it as well. And just, like, the stuff Jamie Foxx says was 
awesome. Like his his character was so fucking funny. It's really good. I think I think both you guys will like it. It's I I'll suck like four point two five clone dicks. All right, I'm fucking. I'm gonna check it out. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Actually. Um, and then the final thing I got, I don't know your guys' thoughts on this, but they just put twist the Twisted Metal series out on the cock. I have no interest in seeing this. I didn't. Well, I didn't play Twisted Metal and uh, on P- it was PS One, right? I think it might have been PS One, and then the second one might have been on PS Two. PS Twisted Metal One, Two, and Three. I want to say we're on. Oh. Uh, I actually, I know Twist, Twisted Metal Two was the first one that I played, and that was on PS One. Okay. In my head, it was N sixty four versus Dreamcast versus PlayStation One, and I was a N sixty four guy, and then I jumped on the PlayStation at PlayStation Two, so that's why I never played Twisted Metal. I used to because I didn't have a PlayStation One. My cousins had one, and I used to play Final Fantasy VII at their place a lot. But my my buddy Domingo, when I was in middle school, mm. he had um, a PlayStation. So after school every day, we would go to his place and play Twisted Metal 2, like, all the time. Like, I love that fucking game. And it didn't really Twisted have... Twisted Metal... What's up? All the way through, Twisted Metal 4 were on PlayStation 1. Oh, my God. I did not realize that. Twisted Metal Black in 2001 was the first one to come out on the PS2, it looks like. Hmm. I don't even know if I played that one, but we played the shit out of 2. I, I went back and retroactively played 1, and I was just like, eh, 2 is better. Because it was, it was basically just a, a demolition derby that takes place in some locale. Like, you can choose different maps, and they were usually places around the world. And you just pick your eraser and your 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 car or whatever and it comes with its own special move and you just launch missiles and attacks at each other until i think there's one person standing but there's all these like little hidden things like in, i remember in paris you could knock the eiffel tower over and then drive across it to a hidden area and we used to just like rush home after school and try to figure out if there were any like hidden areas we hadn't found yet but making a tv show out of it was weird because there wasn't really much of a story at all is basically just yeah a crash up derby, and they have um, what's his guy? Oh, what's his name? The star Anthony Mackie who's pretty good. Yeah, I feel like they he gets just like shitty roles. Like it, it feels like he's trying to 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 be like the leader of like a franchise, and just keeps picking or getting offered the wrong things, and none of them pick up. Well, I mean, he's got the Marvel thing always going for him i mean he's he's the star he's the star of captain america 3 when that comes out okay never mind that's pretty legit i guess but they they did kind of create a cool story so it's like society fell in 2002 and all the major cities put like barriers up and walled their their cities off and everything in between is just chaos and savagery and people killing each other and doing fucked up stuff. So Anthony Mackie is basically a courier 
that gets sent to go in between the big cities on on runs and shit. And that they got like even though I played the fuck out of Twisted Metal two, I don't really remember any of the racers other than Axel, who was the dude just in between two giant wheels, and Sweet Tooth, the creepy clown driving an ice cream truck. Well, I I mean I remembered we're five Draven and I are five episodes in. Okay, um, I am eight episodes in. Okay. So I remembered like I think it's the first episode when you see the hearse. I remember that one. Obviously the cop car. Yeah, with Thomas Aiden Church playing mm-hmm. Agent Stone. I don't want to spoil too much, but there are other characters that have shown up in these five episodes that as soon as they showed them, I remembered, I was like, Oh, that's that person. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've hit a few of those as well, but I, I, I watched the first episode. And I was like, all right, not horrible. That had some fun destruction. It's violent. It's, it's incredibly campy. It's very, very silly. And since society stopped in 2002, all the pop culture references and music selections are all from that era, which has been kind of entertaining. But I don't know. I'm I'm digging it. Like it's not the greatest thing in the world. Uh, but it's when an episode ends, I'm still just like, all right, I'm I'm ready for more. Like I'm gonna finish it tonight. I'm it's mixed prime. on it. It's on Pete on the cock. Okay, so they've they fired them all out, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's all right. I think it's pretty fucking cheesy. Um, it's cheesy, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, I, I it's enough that I'm we haven't given up on it. Like there are some really good parts. Towards the and end of the some... season, you get uh, Jason Manzukis. Do you? I always enjoy seeing him pop up in things. Of course, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean we're gonna finish it, but. It's not great. It's not like the boys. No, 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 no. It's not the boys. But, I mean, if you like the characters, it's not an abomination to the game. It's got a good cast. You got Anthony Mackie and um, Stephanie Beatrix, the Rosa from, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know, Thomas Hayden Church, he's the fucking man. And Sweet Tooth is voiced by Will Arnett who they made incredibly goofy. Yeah, he's fantastic. Uh, but from what I saw, because I was looking at it on IMDb, and it's got a bad score on Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience score is really high. So I was looking at each individual episodes, and it looks like the last two episodes of the season have like really, really high reviews. So I'm kind of just curious to see what happens in those that got people all pumped up. I don't know, maybe some cool cameos, maybe some crazy shit, but yeah, I mean, I'm kind of right there with you. It's like, I'm going to finish it. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's fun. It's entertaining. And it kind of, I'm always, they, like, they clearly didn't give them a huge budget for this. Right. And it's like, why, money ball, baby. why even bother? It's like, they, they kind of did this with, when they took, Paper Girls, which was a comic that I loved. 
and they put it on Prime, and they clearly gave them like $20 to make the show. So if you don't have the money to make an existing property that's kind of crazy and obviously going to be expensive to do it right, why shoot yourself in the foot and fucking... Like, Amazon Prime canceled Paper Girls, I think, before it even finished its run. And it's like, yeah, of course, because it's a big, crazy sci-fi story, and you gave them nothing for the budget. So, of course, people watched it and were kind of just like, meh. That's the studio thinking where something we're not sure of, we're going to give a low budget, and if it does well, we'll increase it for season two. Yeah, but it's like nobody's going to watch it if you don't get people hooked. Except the model has worked for them on on some things. Like They wouldn't be doing it if it hasn't worked out for them in the past. I guess. I mean, the only success story I can think of is that Castlevania anime that they did for Netflix. Like, the first season is four episodes. And it's like, really? Four fucking episodes? That's all you were going to commit to? But people were so rabid over it that they, you know, it ran like four or five seasons, and now they're doing a whole new series. I think that comes out in September. But I don't know. I would, I would personally like to see a season two with a bigger budget. But, I don't know, for now, if you like the video game, it's worth checking out. Yeah, if you've got, if you've got nothing else on your plate, definitely a good fill, fill in until something else comes out. Yeah. And I guess we also have to touch on the, uh, the sadder news. Oh, yeah. That we all saw text this the group chat about it. I did not think this was on Earl's radar. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of on everybody's radar. Pee-wee. Pee-wee yeah. Herman croaking was, at 70. Those were like some of the first words that Draven said to me today was, did you see Paul Rubens died? Um, and I was... You, you refer to him as Pee-wee Herman? Have some respect? It was like... You're full of shit. Did, you, I did you ground him for being the, the messenger? Fucking typhoid Mary? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Each was fucking lesson. So you get for telling me bad news. Yeah, let me find out about it on on threads or X. <laughs> yeah. I mean Zed about it. It's a fucking bummer. Yeah. Yeah. He went out like a like, G too. He uh he, I guess he battled cancer that he didn't talk about publicly. That's yeah, with uh pulled the chat with Bosberg. Chad yeah. Sad, man. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of interesting. Like, so he was a he was an improv comic, and I think he was in Groundlings, and he just created the Pee Wee character, doing like improv work. And then I guess he liked it and saw something there, and him and Phil Hartman just sort of ran- rounded the character out. And I think it kind of started as more R-rated. Like, I think he did a comedy, a peewee comedy special in, like, 1981 that was R-rated, which I've never seen. If, if I remember correctly, and then he used it to, as his audition for Saturday Night Live, and Lorne Michaels told him that it would never amount to anything. Yeah. Lauren Michaels doesn't always have the, the right call. He's got some whiffs under his belt, like firing Adam Sandler. <laughs> Did he? I, yeah. didn't, I, never, I never knew that. 
It's interesting. But uh, I, I just thought that Adam Sandler moved on and had a sick career. A lot of the SNL cast members, I don't know, he got fired. Do you know why he got fired? I could be talking out of my ass. You might have to shuddy me here, shuddy. But I think Lorne Michaels just didn't think he was all that funny. And I don't think he liked his characters, so he just shit-canned him one year. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have uh, it fun. No, it says because that SNL has had received really poor ratings for the past couple of seasons, so NBC wanted to go in a new direction to revamp viewership, which meant shuffling in new talent and kicking out old names. Hmm. Either way, bad call. I mean, that was the the era that I first started watching SNL. But yeah, I mean, Pee Wee, the it was such a fucking weird character, and it's so strange that it resonated with so many people across so many generations. Like even young kids today still like Pee Wee when their parents put it on for them. Like I watched, I just watched. Pee-wee's Big Adventure a few months ago with Carl because she had never seen it and she loved it. Pee-wee's Big Adventure might be a five-dicker. Jeff, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you are not a Pee-wee fan growing up. No, not at all. What the fuck is up with this guy's voice? He sounds funny. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, not the right time to talk about this, but I definitely thought Pee-wee Herman was going to get... Like, not homosexual, just like I thought the whole character sucked, and I didn't get it. It was, like, not over my head, but it wasn't something I was into. I always, because I I feel like, you know, I was a very, very weird fucking kid. You're a weird adult. Yeah. And then seeing Pee-wee be such a weirdo, it kind of made me feel cool about myself for being the weird kid. To this very day, anytime I eat ice cream at at any time, I reach a point whenever I eat ice cream in a bowl that I turn it into ice cream soup because of Pee Wee Herman <laughs> from seeing it on Pee Wee's Playhouse as a kid. Anytime I'm eating my Mr. T cereal in the morning. So what does that mean? You just let it melt? I yeah, I make it melt a little bit. Yeah, until it's a like almost a liquid. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can relate to that, right, Jeff? You like to get food and let it just fucking sit there for a while before you eat it. I don't let ice cream melt, but (laughs) that's that is that is a Jeff Clark move. I think. Tangentially. Yeah, we'll let that one slide. Uh, like, yeah, as a kid, wrong. I'm sure someone at Puminati will correct me. Pee Wee Herman coming on was like the greatest sound I could hear, like his theme song. And then I just remember the crippling depression that would hit me when the credits ran. I was never ready for it to be over. I mean, let's be honest. Without Pee-wee's Playhouse, we wouldn't have Larry Fishburne. Yeah, Cowboy Curtis. Yeah, I've even got 
one of the DVD sets right here. I think it only has like the first two seasons, but I'll probably smoke a bowl later and fire these up. Did you see it when it was on Broadway? I did. I, I thought so. I actually got to go with um, Steve Brandano because he had a connection with Phil Lamar, who was playing um, Cowboy Curtis in the Broadway show. So Phil Lamar like, of Mad TV, correct? Uh, believe so. Yeah, um, Samurai Jack, big big voiceover guy. Also, I believe he got his brains blown out in Pulp Fiction all over the car. But uh, Carbon. so we got to actually when the show ended, which was awesome, we got to go up on stage and walk through the playhouse, which just immediately transformed me into a little kid. I was like, holy shit, I'm in the fucking playhouse? You gotta be kidding me. And we didn't get to meet Pee Wee, but we did get to meet Phil Lamar and hang out in his dressing room and bullshit with him a little bit. And then I, on the way out, they, he did a bit where Pee Wee was like deep frying things and he was making onion rings and I stole one of the prop onion rings. And I've since lost even it. Even though you hate onions? Yeah, even though he hates onions, he steals an onion ring. I mean, can you blame me? It was a it was a prop from a from a peewee thing. I mean, I guess your love for peewee Herman's stronger than your hate for onions. It wasn't like a real onion. Because there, I hate it because because there weren't any other props the same size that you could have stolen. Yeah, it was the smallest thing that I could have taken with me and not getting caught. Sure. Which I don't know. I probably shouldn't be admitting that I did that, but if you say so, <laughs> that's not too late to get in trouble, Kevin. Yeah, I think enough time has passed where nobody is. Yeah, I think still we're on through the, the statute of limitations. Yeah, no one is still looking for that one missing onion ring prop. <laughs> In a couple of so... days, there's going to be a, a letter from the Pee Wee Herman estate. <laughs> <laughs> we have been searching high and low for this fucking onion ring, and we finally got you. We finally know who took it. We are giving you the fucking share. We're no longer part of the Illuminati or the Puminati. Um, but yeah, it's a bummer. It's it's always weird when it just happens out of nowhere. It's weird that we are getting to that age, like where we're old enough now that the people who were quote unquote younger when we were kids are now at dying ages. It's kind of fucking freaky. It is. It really fucking is. I don't like it. I mean, Pee Wee just made uh, like a Netflix Pee Wee Herman movie seven years ago. He was still playing Pee Wee in his 60s. That was seven years ago already? Yeah, dude. Wow. 2016. And it wasn't the greatest, but it was... It was fun. It was worth watching as a, as a Pee Wee I'm pretty fan. sure Stephanie Beatrice... Beatrice is in that as well. She is. She's in Pee Wee's Big Holiday to tie it all back together. I had never, I watched it as an adult because I never knew it existed, but the Pee Wee Herman Christmas special. I watched that one year back in Jersey. Like, it, just scrolling, I think it was like on Netflix or something, but I was like, wait a second, what the fuck is this? Oh my God, it's from the 80s? I have to watch this right now. And my grandma was very bummed out because she found it all very strange and didn't get it. 
but that was a cool watch. And uh, yeah, it's a bummer, man. Pee Wee was like a big part of my my childhood. Uh, the day he got in trouble and there was no more Pee Wee Herman was a terrible day for my as a child. Yeah, that was like our nine. You know what? He got in trouble. I don't remember exactly when I understood how it was explained to me, <laughs> but I remember that the way it was kind of explained to me by my father was that he was in a movie theater and did something he wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. For the longest time I was like, I thought Pee Wee just took his, he went to see like, look who's talking or something and pulled his dick out. I'm like, Oh, what a weird thing for him to do. And then once I got a little older and found out he was in a fucking porn theater where people jack off constantly, that would be like, that would be like, Oh, breaking news today. Pee Wee Herman is in hot water because he went to a dispensary and then bought marijuana in there. It's like, oh, that is not the place for that. No one buys weed at dispensaries. Get the fuck out of here. Could you imagine being the cop that does that patrols fucking porn theaters and like arrest people? Like that has to be the lowest form of police work. Yeah. It's like, who are you who are you getting? Like no one's <laughs> sleeping more soundly at night because someone jerked off in a porno booth and is now arrested. Do you know how probably on edge and how close that person is from just sputtering off the deep end and you're going to fucking arrest them for jerking it? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that was bullshit. Fucking took like, it's one of those things where like everybody knows that blippy diarrhea all over his friends, but Nobody canceled his ass because kids aren't going to realize that. Like, kids watching Pee Wee's Playhouse aren't making the connection. So, like, just, just fucking let him skate and don't don't tell the kids about it. That's a great point, actually. How does Blippi not get canceled nowadays and Pee Wee Herman got canceled back in the 90s? Yeah. Do we know what porn he was jerking it to? Was it Wet Melons? So, the theater was showing the movie the movies Nancy Nurse, Turn Up the Heat, and Tiger Shark. And it apparently was a big thing because him and three other people got arrested at the same... The crackdown. Yeah. It was a raid. It was a raid. They're probably like, well, wait a second. We're all cool with this. No one's pressing charges. How about you just let us walk away? Yeah, for real. You know? Imagine being one of the cops on that bus. You're like, you're hiding behind the seats. You're like, all right, get ready. On the count of three. Three, two, ah! (laughs) Oh, my God. Is that Pee Wee? Oh, my God, he's jerking off. Get him! Like, you could have just been like, oh, fuck. You know what? Let's come back tomorrow. Let's do the raid tomorrow. We can't, we can't nuke Pee Wee. But they fucking, they run in, they turn the lights on, they got their fucking guns out, right? That's, some, that's the scenario I'm before you Before you say... Put your fucking head Before you say that, Kevin, let's see if you guys can, let's let you guys guess what state it happened in and then see if you feel differently. Oh, it's got to be a no fun state, right? 
Oh no! Wait, <clears throat> there's probably California, the Cal- yeah, like, LA, California. They still have tons of like jack off theaters, and nobody bothers. Sarasota them. County, Florida. Oh god! Oh, of course, on. the fucking fun police of Florida. They're the ones that robbed us all of more and more years of Pee Wee Herman. Thanks, Florida. You know how much bigger fish you had to fry on that probably same neighborhood. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't go and pinch some guy who was making meth while fucking his cousin. That's a double whammy. Got to go get yeah. fucking Pee Wee in a porno theater, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't even get charged with. He didn't do any real time. No, but it killed his career. It was exposing himself. That's what he got. The lights were off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nobody would have seen his dick if those fucking cops didn't turn the lights on. Yeah, didn't shine their flashlight around. (laughs) Now, I hear Uh, what you're saying. Won't that just shine more light on the penis? That's a risk we're going to have to take. That has to be one of the lamer ways someone's gotten canceled or taken down. Yeah. I mean, just hearing the stories that Ellis told from going to those, like, jerk-off booths, it's like, if you're not jerking off, it's, like, considered rude. You kind of have to whack it. Which jerk-off booths did he go to? I don't know. I lost count. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, people would, people pork in those theaters. And then everybody crowds around them and jacks off and cheers them on. Is that true? Yeah, dude. (laughs) I might have to go check out one of these theaters. Yeah, you. I don't. I don't know if you're gonna like what happens in there. <laughs> it's not my speed. Fair no, enough. No, no, I'll take no. your word for it. It is probably not the pretty people in there doing stuff like that, Jeff. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I heard stories that you would be sitting in your seat, and all of a sudden, in between the two seats, a penis would be like, boop. I'm like, huh? Huh? Want to give it a whack? Give this, a, give this thing a whack. Hold my finger, except not my finger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me ask you. I'll, I'll leave Jeff out of it because he's, you know, a fucking heathen. Huge character, character flaw right there. Ah, I just don't see the humor in Pee Wee. But, Shuddy, did you ever watch Big Top Pee Wee? Yes. Because I watched that all the time as a kid, too. I think it was on HBO a lot. But When that came out on HBO, it was on all the time, and it was on the television all as frequently as it could be. Yeah, and I remember loving that, it, but I have not seen it since I was a kid. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I might have seen it when the boys were little. They might. I might have gotten Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Big Top Pee-wee from netflix back then um, oh when they were doing the discs yeah or blockbuster whichever one i would have gotten it from uh but i have not seen it in a long time i know that um oh my god i'm drawing a blank on his name is the wolf man benicio del toro benicio del toro yep he's the wolf man in big top peewee chris christopherson is in it yeah, the uh, the the super cute chick from uh, Hot Shots. Yeah, um, isn't Carol Kane in it? I don't know, but I'm almost scared to give it a rewatch because I looked it up after you know hearing the news, and it's on Prime, 
but it's got really bad reviews. I think Pee Wee goes to the bone zone in it. Pee Wee sex scenes? <laughs> it's, only in, it's an implied sex scene. He stays it's in character the whole time. time. Ah! 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 I'm gonna nut! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Top Gun 2 sex scene. Yeah. Where you just, just see them in bed together and they're laughing and light kisses, but. Tickling each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if Pee Wee was gay or straight, but like, I wonder if any time he, he, he went to the bone zone in real life, if his, uh, his partner ever requested the Pee Wee voice. Oh, someone. Oh, please plow me, plow me as Pee Wee. So, uh, one of these chicks had to have. <laughs> what do we get? I mean, what? What are we doing here, you know? The secret word of the day is jizz. <laughs> ah! Dude, that has to be like a lock. I wonder how many girls has him to, to, to fuck them as Pee Wee Herman. Like that scene in, in Funny People when Adam Sandler's boning that chick and she's like, oh, fuck me like Merman. Fuck me, fuck me like Merman. He's just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, same type of thing. <laughs> Has to be. Yeah, I mean, there's no well, way Pee Wee Herman didn't get some pussy. Unless he was gay. And, and which was case Paul he, he Rubens was, gay? I, mean, I don't know. What, what was Tiger Shark? I feel like that was a straight porn. What, yeah, I mean, those, those movies titles that Shuddy listed off, they sounded like straight porn. Yeah. But who knows? He could have been watching. I feel it for the like dudes. it would have definitely gotten out had it been gay porn. Yeah, like that would not, especially at that time period, it would not have been left out. Just like they did not hesitate to out George Michael for going to a glory hole. <laughs> 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 Imagine that. You go to a glory hole, no idea who who's on the other end. Dick's po- dick pops through. Wham! Yeah, sorry. Bad dad. It's a good one. That was a good one. I, I enjoyed it. Wake uh, me up before you go, go. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go get a I'm refill my coffee. What the fuck? Is that wham? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to the other guy? Did he just... He just quit when George Michael was in the glory hole. I think George Michael just ate him. George Michael went on his own and had a solo career and was in the throes of that when he got in trouble for a lewd act. Yeah. I don't know. It's all consensual. What's what's the issue here? Feels like Pee Wee Herman got the raw deal and the porn theater seemed like it was an Ali Ali oxen free of jerking off. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean at least they at least they arrested everybody that was in the theater. Yeah, they got yeah. they got Cherry and Clocky and Cowboy Curtis. There's a whole Rico act on uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Globy. <laughs> they got him. Jombie. Jombie. Yeah, Jombie, <laughs> the human glory hole, just a floating open mouthed head. The disembodied genie head. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's always talking about your lick a lick a hiney hole. Dude was <laughs> dude was always suspect. That was that was Pee Wee's flashlight. When the cameras were off, Jombie took a fucking beating in that playhouse. Are you saying Jombie? Yeah. He was he was like a genie genie head or something trapped in a crystal ball. That's a very popular tool. No, he was in a box. Oh, he was? Yeah, he was in a box that the doors opened. I remember the box, but I thought he was it was just like a a hologram floating head. I always thought he was in a crystal ball, but it's been a while since I've watched Pee Wee's Playhouse. Well, you're gonna watch it later on so you can confirm or deny what I'm saying from memory. Yep. Well, R.I.P. That was a bummer. I always like seeing him pop up in the Cheech and Chong movies, too. Man. Pee Wee Herman was all over the place. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. I mean, he was in... He had a quick scene in Batman Returns, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's because Tim Burton directed Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. And then he also was in... He was in the Gotham TV show that Dustin Ibarra was in as well. And I think he played Oswald Cobblepot's dad again in that. Well, I'm Large Marge sent you. Although I did. I did one time go see... I was trending on Twitter. What's it called? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas at the Hollywood Bowl. And they got all of the voice actors and singers to come out during their parts. And I did see Pee Wee Herman go up on stage and do his part from that movie. That was pretty cool. Yeah, because he was... One of Lock, Stock, and Barrel, right? He yeah, yeah. He's one of, one of those, those shitty, three. shitty little kids. Yeah, cool. Cool legacy. Some of it was kind of I mean, low-key. I was happy to see him pop up in Mystery Men. Oh, yeah. He was like the farty guy, right? He shot farts yep. at people? He was the sm- yep, the farty guy. The spleen. Yep. <laughs> Which, okay, stupid question for the room. Does that mean farts come from spleens? I mean, that would imply that, but I don't. That's not true. Not my fart comes right from my ass. <laughs> yeah, usually my farts come out of my bottle. But the spleen sounds better than the intestine or the stomach. I guess I got to Google this. Do farts come from the spleen? We're all going to learn together today. Well, save some, make sure we save some learning for Shuddy Boy's fucking news. It's not all. I'm not drinking you your dog shit. No, no. Smarter, not darn Pee Wee Herman. Combo. No, I was. I mean, sadly, this news happened just before we started recording, so we couldn't get our sad news anchor to come on. Yeah, I, I checked in with him, and he's in deep mourning. I think they had a few scenes together in some early cartoons. So, yeah. I, I remember hearing a story that he was one of the other three. Yeah. In the theater. <laughs> yeah, he always felt tremendous guilt that his career was not derailed like Pee Wee's was. Uh, while gas is normal, splenic flexure syndrome can cause excessive gas and discomfort. Okay. S- splenic Flexure syndrome? Great. Now i got to fucking Google this. Because now well, I'm worried I that I have it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Don't do it to yourself. Okay, here we go. You guys ready for this? 
Splenic flexure syndrome is a disorder characterized by symptoms including bloating, fullness, and left upper abdominal pain, which are caused by the distended splenic flexure. How are you going to define the word I'm trying to figure out with the exact word? Oh, I guess it's also a type of irritable bowel syndrome. Well, splenic is going to be of the spleen and flexure. It's just terrible word. It's hate it. Curved. A cur- so a curved spleen, a curvature of your spleen. Oh. It'll make you fart a whole bunch. Wow, what a deep cut to name the farting character in Mystery Men, the spleen. Splenic flexure is a part of your colon or your large intent- intestine where it bends near your spleen. So if you have an issue with that part of the... I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't understand why. If everybody has a splenic flexure, what splenic flexure syndrome is exactly? Splenic flexure. (laughs) But it's IBS. So that is a really, that's actually really intelligent. I never, I just thought it was just because it sounded funny. Yeah, so did I. Well, R.I.P. That won't R.I.P. be streaming anywhere. R.I.P. We. It really matters, but circle back in the important thing here and the reason why we started talking about this. That's yeah, the untimely passing of Pee Wee Herman. Pour some liquor out. Yep. We also had a uh, fairly successful MSPH wrestling over the weekend. It was nice to see some friendly faces on the Zoom. Uh, it was a He's terrible. Like speak for yourself, but terrible I think we showing. all took L's. Yeah, 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 we did all. We all lost. Yeah, that the MSPH Wrestling 16 Summer Shell Shock uh, threw me, Jeff, and Shuddy into a human centipede. We yeah. all ate shit terribly. We have obviously upset the commish. Yep. Yeah, but um. The worst part is he hasn't even told us what we did or that he is even upset with us. He just fucking... You blame us for the sent, a, sent, sent assassins after us. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, I mean, a very surprising 30-man Royal Rumble with uh, the the big winner being the fucking $11 trillion man. I feel like he's got a few wins under his belt. Oh, God! Is that why you played his whole speech earlier today? No, I was literally just trying to find a long clip so I could see why the iPad was so quiet. So I just let his whole rant play, which uh, you can enjoy in the Easter egg. It was very fun. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much warns everyone in the Royal Rumble what's going to happen. Yeah, he's a prophet, the $11 trillion man. Yeah, he's got his A-class license. <laughs> And his Cobb salad. <laughs> On God. On God. Oh God. Y'all bitches are stupid. Y'all bitches are stupid. I wonder if that guy's still alive. I don't know. You know, I, I jinxed myself in the Easter egg, but it has been very quiet in Poop Slime Alley lately. I can't wait for that to turn around. 
I wonder if it's just I think too hot. If you hear the eleven trillion dollar man outside, you have to go make friends with him so he can be a part of his title shot at the next MSPH wrestling. I mean, do you hear the way this man speaks? I don't think he's into making new friends business. <laughs> yeah, no new friends. He's yeah. just he's wrong with the crew that got him there. He's very angry. And I don't want him to power bomb me. He does always say in his rants, he's talking about power bombing hoes. I do not want to be one of them. What if he's like one of those guys that are really, like maybe he's really nice when you talk to him? It's like he's just looking for a connection. Y'all bitches are stupid. I got my A license. 11 tri- Excuse me, sir. Oh, yeah. What's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, how can I help you? Like, see, we do this thing where our friend Dominic, uh, he has a wrestling video game, and he makes uh, custom characters of everybody in our little universe. And why don't, you know what? It's easier if I just show you. Why don't you come inside? <laughs> of course I have beer. Yeah. Oh, you're a Bud Light man. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I can accommodate. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well... Hey, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. You got anything else you want to discuss, Jeff? Oh, I wanted you. I wanted to talk sports. You put me on the spot, huh? Oh, that's right. Shuddy does have a sports thing that's somehow MSPH related. Uh, because uh, training camps are now all in full swing for the. 32 franchises of the National Football League. No preseason games have started yet, but I would like Kevin to do a pre-preseason champion prediction. Okay. What what does that mean? <clears throat> that nothing there is no evidence of anywhere other than I mean People will think they know what's going to happen, but there hasn't been a single down of football played yet this year. So do you want me to predict a down or two? What do I, I, what yeah, do I... He wants you to predict the whole season and the outcome. Yeah, I want you to pre- predict who's going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, right now. Right now. Okay. Well, and then we'll see after the preseason and the new, you know, after you follow the preseason, we'll see if you, if you feel the same. Is there an easy way I can Google a list of all the NFL teams that exist? I think yeah. if you just Google the list of NFL teams, it'll point in the right direction. <laughs> you yeah. think, but every time I Google something, it's like, oh, here's the history of the tomato. And then. <laughs> That's, yeah, you know what? You don't want to find that. That's not going to help you here. Okay. List of NFL I'm gonna do it with teams. You. Okay. Okay. We got the Eagles, the Queefs, the Patriots. The Patriots are still, they still exist? Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. They no longer have Tom Brady. The 49ers still exist. That's cool. Oh, wow. It's pretty much the same as as you left it. Yeah. The the only difference is the Redskins are now the commanders. But they might be the Redskins again. You might have given up on football pre-Panthers and Jaguars. So that those could be that could be news to you. I don't know. Wait, hold on a second. Something, Something weird just happened. What's AFT, AFC teams mean? Is, are they real? So yeah. NFC, there's two conferences, NFC and AFC, and the winner of oh. each of those conferences plays in the Super Bowl. So, so there, it's just 
Yeah, if you if you want to pick a winner of each conference, yeah, pick pick game, a team from the yeah, pick an NFC team and an AFC team. Oh, good lord, this is a lot of work, guys. Um, well, okay, let's do this. I say the Minnesota Vikings on one side, right? All right, that's the NFC Minnesota Vikings. All right, now I have to Led pick an by AFC. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's one of the um, one of the main characters. Of the new Netflix show, Quarterback, which they just follow around Pat Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. Wow, I I would have sworn those are made up names. <laughs> okay, so now I have to pick another team, right? Yep, yeah. from the AFC. These ones all look stupid. Is this like the the Little League version? No. Nope. Oh, I see the Raiders. I I, um, I know those. All right, got the Queefs. The Houston Texans. Man, they put 30 seconds of work into that name. The New Jersey well, the, New that, Jerseyans. Um, when the Dallas Cowboys jo- joined the NFL in the 60s, they were briefly known as the Dallas Texans. So when the Houston expansion franchise became a thing, they adopted that name. All right, you know what? On the other side, I'm going to give a shout-out to my boy Dan Marino and his isotoners and say the Miami Dolphins. Nice. Who do you think wins between the Dolphins and Vikings? Vikings. Yeah, I, I, I could very, very easily picture a Viking beating up a Dolphin. All right. I mean, it's both were playoff teams. Both of them yeah. starting quarterbacks, and that would be an interesting Super Bowl. It would be the craziest outcome. Let's see. Uh, Minnesota, unless you know off the top of your head, what are the odds on the Vikings making it to the NFC championship? Uh, NFC champions. They have odds on that already. Oh yeah, they have odds on everything, dude. How did I do? Uh, they are currently plus four thousand. So you bet a hundred bucks, you win a four grand. Oh, wait to win the title. Wait, wait, oh, that, I'm sorry, that's Super Bowl. That's Super Bowl odds. Oh, I so apologize. I picked very poorly. Plus fifteen hundred for the NFC Championship. Okay, Jeff, can I give you some money? So and you plus can... four thousand for the Super Bowl, which is you say they're going to win. Yeah. So that's plus four thousand. Well, I have insider info. Jeff, can I give you money to um, parquet this into a bet? And then the Dolphins are plus twelve hundred. So that means. Another really stupid bet on, bet on my my. So for the Vikings, bet a hundred, win fifteen hundred. For the Dolphins, bet a hundred, win twelve hundred. Oh, I'm gonna be rich. When's the Super Bowl? So on DraftKings, they have a specific bet where you can pick the exact result. You can bet the Vikings to beat the Miami Dolphins in the Super Bowl, and it's plus forty thousand. You bet $100, you win $40,000. And I have to know the final score, too? No. No. Oh. 
Just the Vikings to beat the Dolphins is plus forty thousand. How much do I get if I if I only bet five dollars? Cash is really tight right now. Um, hold on, I'll put it in right now. You would get two thousand bucks. Nice. Does Uncle Sam get to take any of that? Of course. Yeah. That fucking kid toucher. He's always at it, huh? Let me see. Hold on. I have a guy that I bet through who Uncle Sam does not regulate. (laughs) (laughs) Let me see. Let me see if he has this market. He might not even have it. So, hold on. I'll pull it up right now. Zach Um. Oh. No. Oh, possible matchups and winner. Okay, yeah, we can do this. Does he have the same odds? Is it forty thousand dollars? I mean, Jeff's working on it. Kevin, be patient. What the hell, man? I don't know how these things work. I'm just asking questions. He he just has the matchup, so you don't even have to pick the winner. You just got to pick Dol- Vikings versus Dolphins, and that's plus twenty thousand. So See, it'd be five dollars to win a thousand bucks. That's where the smart money is. You heard it here first. But I have a minimum bet, so you have to do at least $25. Man, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to steal your job, Jeff. I know. I was just going to say, stay in your lane, Kevin, given how betting... <laughs> given how bets... Kevin's pre-preseason Super Bowl bet is Minnesota Vikings over the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. You think you the reason a- is, I could definitely see a Viking beating up a Dolphin. You think you got a fat dick in your pants? Put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Yeah. Well, are you are you excited for football season, Jeff? Of course. It's been the first time the Giants have been expected to be kind of good coming into the year for I don't know, maybe the last seven or eight years. What a fucking nerd! It's obviously uh, the Eagles are the class, the NFC, but it, you know, it gives us something to chase. I am so pumped. Sharon and I are going to training camp on Sunday. Oh yeah. So dude. we're gonna as Kevin likes to say, we're gonna go watch practice. Yeah, you're going to plane school. You're gonna watch the Eagles <laughs> Eagles play the Eagles. Yep. And then watch people boo the Eagles when they make a bad move against the Eagles. The craziest thing yep. I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. And I cannot be more pumped. They just officially released the Kelly Green jerseys today. Like it's uh it's an yeah, exciting it's- time to be alive. This is the, my favorite time of year. Football is about to have its moment again. Yeah, very exciting. No, we had to follow up some Pee Wee Herman talk with a little bit of football. That's true. <laughs> Keep things well rounded. Actually, Shuddy's the only one that can talk about both. Yeah, he's the most well rounded of the two of the three yep. of us. My my feet are in two different worlds. We call that versatility, Kevin. Something you and I know nothing about. But hey, if you at home want to have your feet in both worlds, you can be a part of the free podcast as well as get one foot in Patreon land. And all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash Hour. We do an extra show there every week. And then on the, uh, the $10 tier, a whole fucking slew of stuff. And if you've never peeked behind the curtain if you've never breached the paywall you get access to it all hundreds and hundreds and hundreds i mean we've been going for i don't know close to six years i think so there's a mountain of stuff 
for you to consume? Roughly 300 Patreon episodes at least. Yeah, getting close there, getting close to 200 Kevin Kevin's Nerd Holes, getting close to 100 episodes of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? Got like, I don't know, 50-something episodes of Supermarket Queefs. I've yeah, lost done. count of how many, what we've done, like, how many Queef or No Queefs have we done? Say 60, season and a half, but the second season's like a 60-episode season, so it's Yeah, I think it's season. 70, so we did 35 and then, like, a 20-episode. There's probably about 60 episodes of Queef or No Queef. Uh, and if you guys remind me, who won both seasons so far? Uh, the Dolphins. Who's... Two two and oh. Dolphins beat the Vikings. <laughs> Which is not how Kevin called it, but hey, it happened. No, I mean, it happened differently in Queef or No Queef, but in the real <laughs> world, much different. But yeah, check it out. And hey, you're also helping out your homies who have been at this for 13 years, tirelessly cranking out content. You know, it doesn't just have to be the famous people paying their bills. Yeah, they're on strike now anyways. Yeah, we can get a nice little slice, huh? Patreon.com. We giving up on you guys. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And if you also want to see these uh, episodes on YouTube, you never know. A ghost might knock over Shuddy Boy's He-Man statue. YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. And you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. And Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast. And at John Cooper Movie. And if you want to get some real sports insider stuff and not just uh, my mindless drivel, Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. Oh. He even has numbers on um, curling. No, no, I did not talk about <laughs> curling. Jeff, um, Jeff will bet football right down to slug racing and illegal cockfights. <laughs> Not totally true, but not totally false either. Uh, no, like like Shuddy talked about, this is we're hitting football season, so I'll be previewing uh, the AFC West and NFC West this week. So check it out on your podcast feed. Outkick bets with Jeff Clark. You said that was a lot of letters you just said. Yeah, it makes sense to the people who get it. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I guess that's about it. Thank you for listening, everybody. But until next time, something. What's up, dude? Meow, 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 meow. Queef, 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 queef. Meow, 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 meow. <coughs> All right, I'm going to need you guys to calm down a little bit. Can you hear me? Oh, hey, Shuddy. Sorry, it wasn't coming through my AirPods for some reason. How's it going, fellas? Oh, it is going. <gasps> Hot as bones. Are your nuggets melting, Jeff? No, I got the central air on. Well, you don't have the window open today? No. Went with uh, the central air instead. How are your nuts, Kevin? Uh, Swampy? Saggy and sticky.
Yeah, and I, I really miss the uh, the central air at Carl's place. You should put that on your your Tinder profile, Jeff. That he has central air. Yeah, I bet there are some girls who will doink you just for the AC. Oh, whatever, whatever gets me ahead. Maybe you're right. I should put that on my Tinder. <laughs> are you measuring your grundle? <laughs> I, had a D, I had a D bitch in it. Oh, man. I kind of hate when my taint itches. Oh, it's the worst. My, um, I just did like a three mile run, jog, cardio, we'll call it. Outside? Yeah. Ooh. I was sweating like crazy. I bet. Crazy. It looked like I just like hopped in a pool. This weekend, Carl and I walked from her place to Starbucks, and I had a big-ass stain on the back of my shirt, sweat stain, when we got back, and it's 10 degrees cooler by her than it is by me. Yeah, dude, you have some shitty weather. These are not hearts. Hearts is dealing with, like, 120. Yeah. I don't get the, the... Well, that's what happens when you live in the desert. Yeah, I don't, sure. I don't understand desert dwellers. I just, it's just, it's too much. It's like living inside a volcano. Well, I mean... It's the height of human hubris is what it is. I was going to say it's <laughs> just cheaper. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's hubris. Oh, man. I got a busy couple of days coming up, fellas. Yeah, you're traveling. Yeah. I'd like to go to all upstate New York. Come in. You can come in. Come in. Let's see. Does that make things look a little bit better? Yeah. Yeah. I think you look good. Solid lighting. Still blue, though, right? Not really. Maybe a touch. Maybe if I further open the blinds. Shuddy, what do you think about his blueness? I mean, he's always going to look gay. There's nothing that can change that. <laughs> oh, right, uh, Miles? I gave you an A or B question. You went C. Impressive. <laughs> Dude, how sick is that chronic tacos mural? It was fucking amazing. They used to have a uh, a Prince uh, Purple Rain one. That was pretty fucking sweet, too. They change them up every, I don't know how long. I've never seen Purple Some... Rain. Have you guys? No. I've never seen Purple Rain, either. Supposedly, Wee Man owns, owns this chronic tacos. Jason Acuna? Yeah, he actually came on the Ella show a really long time ago, like in my early days to promote it. Chronic Taco is pretty bomb. I think it's better than Chipotle, Cadoba, and Moe's. They do a fucking California burrito that's like the size of a newborn. You could, you could feed like a family of three on it. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I want to try. I want to try it. Man, did you see that there's like um, 
So they're making a, a Snow White live action movie. And Peter Dinklage was like, you motherfuckers better not use little people in the movie. And they were like, all right, we will not do that. And then Wee Man chimed in recently and he was like, hey, why the fuck aren't you guys using little people? You're just like robbing a bunch of little people of like a really good paying high profile job. What the fuck? It's like one of those... One of those things where the studios are like, oh, ooh, uh, uh, who do we listen to? What's the right move? You're not going to make everybody happy, unfortunately. Oh, they have a real issue on their hands. Uh, and all of us regular people get to sit on the sidelines and watch <laughs> it play out. Yeah, maybe it's just like- Wee Man and um, uh, uh, Dinklage should just have a boxing match and the winner, the winner gets their way. Hearing that makes me feel like Howard Cosell when he's sitting there and Muhammad Ali's calling Joe Frazier and Uncle Tom. It's just like, Ugh, don't want to be here. Oh, shit. Don't want to be in the middle of this one. I didn't even know about that. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, the only thing I know about Howard Cosell is that it, there's the, those guys in, um, I think it's Better Off Dead, who are they? They always try to race him. They're the two Japanese guys that learned English by watching American sports. So the one guy always talks like this. <laughs> That's true. He would, yeah. I mean, he pretty much covered all Muhammad Ali's fights and like all the pre-fight stuff. And before Ali Frazier won, Ali like hyped it up by just saying terrible things to Joe Frazier. It's really the only thing about Muhammad Ali's legacy that sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It bums me out because Joe Frazier's fucking awesome. Joe Frazier, like, picked him up at a, when he got, got out of jail uh, for protesting the Vietnam War. And, like, like, I don't know, like, helped him kind of get his boxing career back going and, like, was like a homie to him. And then, like, Ali turned around and said just terrible shit about him. It's like nice. objectively shit kind of sucks. But that's how I feel with Peter Dinklage and we man arguing about a about a little man representation for Snow White. Yeah, it's like you guys are gonna have to settle that on your own. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how I mean, to appropriately us, uh, weigh in. Between us normal sized kings, I kinda I side with Wee Man on this one. I mean I don't know. You're gonna be fucking taking food off your own, off your own table. It's not good. Yeah, I mean that's what I would think. I mean, as long as you're not presented in like, you know, the way that they were in. I mean, I, I recently just watched, uh, American Pie, The Naked Mile, and holy oh. shit! If you want to see little people at their peak abuse, that movie is fucking ruthless it just goes right for the jugular of little people oh man this just reminded me <clears throat> when i was hanging out with those the my my co-worker and his buddy the the younger dudes went to the uh, dodger game and uh randy newman is that his name <laughs> yeah short people yeah and randy, yeah randy newman's the guy who did uh I love LA, which they play at the end of every Dodger song. And they, uh, when we're when we're in the parking lot, one of the kids in the car is like, "Play, play Randy Newman, Short People." 
When's the last time you've heard that song? I don't know that I ever have. Oh my God. Shuddy, look up the lyrics and read them. It's fucking terrible. It's terrible. So is it about actual little people or is it about like, is he singing a song about like kids or something? I don't sure know. People got we're, we're... Tiny hats. <laughs> short people got no reason. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. <laughs> oh man. That's the very that's those are the first four lines according to the lyrics on Google. It's terrible. They got little heads and little eyes that they walk around telling great big lies. They got little noses and tiny little teeth. They wear platform shoes on their nasty little feet. Oh my god. Well, I don't want no short people, don't want no short people, don't want no short people around here. Short people are just the same as you and I, a fool such as I. All men are brothers until the day they die. It's a wonderful world. Short people got nobody. Short people got nobody. Short people got nobody to love. They got little baby legs and they stand so low. Okay, okay. Let me pause you for a second, Shuddy Boy, before you know we get five minutes into this ten-minute opus. Um, It's almost done. Does are are we still sure he's not talking about children? Maybe he just fucking hates kids. I don't know if that's appropriate, regardless. Though, right? All right. Well, I'm going to do some googling and. I might throw a word in that, you know, don't necessarily want to have on record of me saying, but let's see. You're really going out of your way to create a defense of Randy Newman here. I don't, it's, okay. I'm not necessarily um, trying to defend him. I'm just, I'm just flabbergasted to, that he would write a hate song about little people. <laughs> according to songfacts.com, it says on the surface, the song is making fun of little people, but short is meant in a figurative sense, intending to poke fun at people who are short-tempered and small-minded, which is quite opposite of the literal meaning. Yeah, because, yeah. like, why do people with short tempers have to wear platform shoes? A, little, a lot of people didn't get the joke and thought of Newman as a bigot. <laughs> what, what On paper, black and white, what he says is legitimately bigoted. It is. It has to be. Well, maybe in a in a in a strange twist of fate, they can um, duplicate Randy Newman seven times to play the dwarves, like it's they like, did with the guy in the Charlie in the Chocolate Factory with yeah Deep Roy Johnny Depp. Yeah, <laughs> they give him the Deep Roy yes. treatment. Not only do they fucking cast little little people, but then they have Randy Newman do the score, just a really just sticking in <laughs> Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Peter Dinklage loses his shit. Beats the fuck out of Randy Newman on the streets. <laughs> You're feeling strong? Call me Alpha one more yeah. time. Yeah, this short person just whipped your fucking ass, Randy Newman. What do you think about that? You feeling strong? Call me Alpha one more time. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's see here. I ain't got to catch not near fade, because I caught a fade already with a great street nigga, my nigga, for the right call. And I wasn't even supposed to do that. Oh, Blunto. Graduated, nigga. Got my A license. Oh, Blunto. Did he say he got my A license? Yeah. Power bomb these hoes. Dumbass hoes. Y'all bitches are stupid. Y'all bitches are stupid, 
and if, if, if you pimp, bitch, you need your ass powerful, bitch. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. How the fuck, bitch, you give permission to pop your motherfucking peas, bitch? Nigga. This is audio of um, Peter Dinklage confronting Randy Newman in public. <laughs> he called him a cob salad. He's pissed. Newman's really crossing some fucking lines. We haven't heard the full version of this in a very long time. The last song DMX ever released before he died. Does the iPad sound quiet to you guys? It always sounds quiet to me. Oh, that's true. Patreon. That sounded normal-ish. Crawfish and shrimp. It's a fooey. Oh! It seems low. <laughs> right, let me let me see what channel these are coming through on. Son of a bitch! Ow! Ow! <clears throat> oh! Oh my trillion! God damn it. I wonder. Because I used the iPad during MSPH, uh, the Zoom session. Eat that daddy dick. I'm very nervous that I have a micro grundle. I don't know, it sounds fine to me. Yeah, now it sounds like it's good. Get your hand off my penis! All right. Get hand off my penis! This is the bike who got me on the penis, people. Penis, people? Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> I am not waiting to receive his limp penis. Now get your hands off me. They'd put it in my mouth. Um. Okay. Looks like Ready things to get are good to show. Shuddy, can I get a record for me, Sean? I mean, you've had it for about 15 minutes already, buddy. Recording in progress. Give her me, Sean. Meow, 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 meow. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party. Out. 